listening to Cleveland and Beyond with Andy Bellman and Jared Watson, brought to you by Evergreen Podcasts. And we are live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. He's Andy Billman. I'm Jared Watson, and this podcast is brought to you by Waiting for Next Year. Check him out, original Cleveland sports reporting at waitingfornextyear.com. Also, coming soon to Evergreen Podcasts, your Believe Land Browns are heading to Kansas City to play the defending Super Bowl champions, the Chiefs, and everybody is off the COVID list. Thank God. I repeat, everyone is off the COVID list. What an exciting week it has been for us Browns fans as the Steelers are filming social media videos and oh, talking about how the Browns were so mean to them on the field. Oh, how good it is to be a Browns fan. Also, uh, well, before I, I got to mention this too, later breaking news popped out today earlier. Uh, another chief who was talking trash about the Browns, Sammy Watkins. He's not even playing in a game, so had to throw that one in there too. Also, the Cavs are part of a four-team trade that sent Harden to Brooklyn. That's going to be a weird mix-up. The Cavs received center Jarrett Allen, we'll discuss. And coach Urban Meyer is back in Jacksonville coaching the Jags. Duval, baby! Uh, but first, it's your Elite Eight version. Who'd have ever thunk it? Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns. How exciting. What a week. Um, I hope everybody is enjoying the week of... It's been such a good week. The yes. COVID news today was great. Jared hit on it, so just quickly, then we'll get into the other thoughts here. Petonio's back as of today, too. Hodge, Ward, and Johnson earlier this week. It's just such a just such a wild ride how it was last week at this time compared to now and how exciting it is. And it was exciting going into the Steelers game, but the excitement is so there right now, and you can feel it. it and what has played into today's, which has been wonderful, is the SI article, a great article today in Cleveland.com, which we'll go through. And talking about the celebration that is the Browns, and let's take a minute to celebrate as we get into the Chiefs. I'm very excited about this game. Yeah. I think Cleveland's very live in this game. But it's been so exciting. And like I see Damien here, let's go Browns. Matt Bruning, great friend of the show. Browns, baby. Browns will win 34-31. I'm pretty close to that mark too, Matt. Mm-hmm. Drew Salt, everyone is back. Here we go. This is going to be something special. Yeah. Drew Salt, good friend of show the world's special these articles today that i saw coming out the articles i saw it all week coming out it just adds to this vibe of excitement now if the browns happen to beat the chiefs which i think they will and jared will give his opinion here in a second that will turn into more nerves and excitement about the super bowl but my god to get that far is great but to think about what jared said in the open there the browns are part of the elite eight they're one of the best eight teams right now in football, mm-hmm. and they have a, play, a chance to play the Super Bowl champs in Kansas City. It gets It's just so great to come this far. And you know what the best thing about it is, too? Watching the Steelers have meltdowns on social media with a player that I loved and cheered for in our name, Claypool, who has been acting like a complete dick this week, <laughs> saying things that are so inappropriate and so and just such <laughs> bad timing. And he just he's coming off as a crybaby. Yeah. And for this week, the 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 downfall of the Steelers has been the cherry on all of our Sundays. This has been the dream week. I again we'll get into this game, but again, we said it leading off last week. I'm gonna say it now. What a great week. It's been exciting. And it's been nice not to have the other noise that we had the week before COVID. No drag racing. Pretty normal week. Good buildup and excitement. And it is great to be a Browns fan. Say it with me, everybody. It is a great time to be a Cleveland Browns fan. Andy, uh, part of the good news uh, when we talk about people coming off the COVID list is the fact that Joel Batonio spoke out, talked about how Joe Thomas told him while he was sitting at home, don't worry, the Browns are going to win this game against the Steelers. You're going to get a chance to get on the field. He also gave us information on how he's feeling. He said he had very mild symptoms. So that being said, let's hope that Joel Batonio comes out and is not dealing with some of the lung issues that uh, Miles Garrett dealt with. I know that Denzel Ward being off of the COVID list in the time that he's been off, he has been doing double time basically on his cardio and and trying to, you know, aerobic type uh, exercises, making sure that he can, you know, he's got that lung capacity there, that he's got that endurance there and that he's ready to go as well. Let's not forget that the last time 
that he matched up, uh, I believe, was it against Tyree Kill that he held him to like 60, 70 yards or something like that? And that overall, there's some really nice stats. If you look at Pro Football Focus coming out, uh, I've retweeted stuff on Twitter regarding Denzel Ward and the fact that he is a shutdown corner, period. Andy and I talk about it all the time. The guy is a pro bowler. So having both of those guys back is huge for this team. Mm -hmm. And it is huge coming into this week where we know that that Kansas City is going to be short a wide receiver in Sammy Watkins. That takes a little touch of pressure off of that secondary, which it's very strange for the Browns for us to go, oh, this, wow, this is, this is something good for the Browns secondary. Uh, Cool. Uh, I do find it strange that Sammy Watkins was the one talking trash about the Browns and that he's not even playing, uh, but just add him to the pile of people that have been talking trash about the Browns while the Browns just continue to go about their business and win these fucking football games. Here we are heading into Kansas City, ready to finally uh, get this monkey off our back, which we already did. Now, again, Andy, we talk about playing with house money. This is it. Play loose, play wild, play free, run the fucking ball like crazy. Uh, you know, stop Travis Kelsey, who's averaging like 98 yards a game this season, or at least at Our least slow him down a little bit end. and score more points. Get a turnover, get two turnovers, whatever you got to do. Um, there's a lot of people that think that this game is going to come down to the wire there. Tony Grossi said it's probably going to be the best playoff game that anyone's going to see this season. I I tend to feel the same way that this is going to be a wild one in Missouri. This is going to be a wild one at Arrowhead. But at the end of the day, like you, Andy, I genuinely, genuinely am coming into this game enjoying the fact that national media does not think the Browns are going to win because I, honest to God, don't know what they need to see at this point with this Browns team. I don't get it. How is how, how is how does nobody on that national level think that the Browns are going to win this game? A part of it is because it's still that mentality of the Steelers had a bad week. Oh, okay. yeah, they yeah, did. Yeah, they yeah, made yeah. all these oh, mistakes. Yeah, oh, yeah. The hey, that that line that Juju Smith Schuster said, <laughs> the brand, the brand, and all that different stuff. And and the and the beef to uh, it's not fair, but that's the perception that the Browns have earned over all these years. And it's going to take a win like this to kind of break through yes. another mold. To be fair, forgetting that other one, this is the defending Super Bowl champs at home. In a, in a year that they only lost one game because they didn't try the last week. So they only lost one game all year. So this is a team that is filled with energy, defending Super Bowl champs, and a lot of connections in this game. Mahomes and Baker. I mean, Baker went to Texas Tech before he went to Oklahoma. They played against each other in a historical college football game that went back and forth. Obviously, Kareem Hunt and that whole connection there. And then John Dorsey, who's not on either side, has a whole bunch of connections at both sides of these teams. So there's a lot of good connections here. And obviously, Stefanski and Coach Reed have a lot of respect for each other. Before we get into this game, though, though, I do think the celebration still needs to be had. This has been a celebration week, it feels like, for all of us. I was in briefly Cleveland on um on on Tuesday and Wednesday and you can feel the celebration there. Everyone's wearing brown and orange. Everyone like there wasn't a lot of people in downtown obviously with COVID and nor there should be. But the couple of people that were out, can't wait for the Browns game, man. Can't wait for the like you heard it all throughout town. The excitement is there. What was flying on top of, you know, uh, of all these buildings, the Browns flag. It's all there. It's excitement. The Browns have really worked and earned this this year. And again, it, all, the only big thing that I want to hit on that I saw today in the SI article and I saw today from Cleveland.com is the one – obviously, we talk about Stefanski. We talk about Baker. But a lot of pubs today went around for Andrew Barry, and I was glad. He has done a great job with this team. And, and for people who haven't read it yet, that Blake Hans article written by Peter King was wonderful and really shows how far this team is. It's just so – exciting being a Browns fan. And we should all be celebratory, win or lose. And now it's obvious the Chiefs could beat the Browns, okay? This has been a great week. I have been smiling every day. Every day I wake up, I'm like, can't wait to read the paper. Can't wait to hear what, oh, I'm not reading paper, but now it's like websites. Can't wait to see what's going on here. Want to check out my news feed. What's going on on Twitter today? Yay! Like, it's been like an ultra high of positive news. And to see this week, too, everybody coming back from COVID. It just has been such a good lead up. So to what Tony Grossi is saying and what you're saying, and I'm feeling the same way, the Browns 
are the underdog, and they should be. This is the defending Super Bowl champs. I'm fine with that. Mahomes is a wonderful quarterback. One of the best quarterbacks we've seen in our generation who wins by coming back, too. So he's got a little bit of that Montana Elway in him. But all that to be said, the Browns are legitimate great talent in some of these positions. They have some of the best said players in some of these positions. They have two all pros. They have great players who can make great plays. They can win this game. We all know that. And I think it really helps, Jared, and I'll lead off here. It helps that they're playing in Kansas City, I believe. In most years, we'd want these home games. In a COVID year, I actually think, even with a, a few fans in the stands, there will be an arrowhead, it's better for the Browns to be on the road. I think it helps vocally and focus, and it helps them get ready for this game. I think it actually, in other years, I'd, I'd be a little seen as negative, and it should be. In this year, I think it's a big positive. I think it helps with the team getting focused, and it helps by having a dead crowd. I think it's really, really helped this team. And it's all been part of this magical car. Well, they've got, I mean, you look at when you're talking about them going and doing this on the road, you, you have to go in with a chip on your shoulder. You have to go in there knowing yes, that the expectations do. are against you. You go in there knowing that you're the yes. underdog. Um, we've talked about this before, that Baker enjoys being in that position and that the only issue with it in the past was that he didn't know how to correctly channel those feelings into uh, winning the football game. And it, it, it really came down to coaching. Now that's all said and done. That's mm-hmm. Taken care of. And you have to also take into consideration that you have a coaching staff, that you have your head coach that's coming back that missed that last playoff game. If you think that they aren't fired up to be a part of this, if you think that it didn't mean something for Stefanski to be sitting in his basement with his phone turned off to watch the Browns beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh and know that he wasn't there and that he was going to get to be a part of this game this weekend, this Sunday, and what he's ready to do and how to, how fired up he is and he's going to have this team, boy, that's a whole other element that is just it's – it, it's, it's not a tangible, Andy. It's not something that you can grab onto and hold onto, but my God, it's a feeling. And the feeling in Cleveland, yes. the feeling in Northeast Ohio, and the feeling with Browns fans is definitely on the upward trend and has been that way for the past – how many weeks this whole season, Andy, we never expected them to win 11 games. Then we started getting on, on a couple of streaks, four game winning streaks. It happened, it happened, what, twice this season where we're like, oh, yeah, oh, oh, holy shit. They are this good. And then to sit here also, we're talking about those four game winning streaks. If, you, if, you, if you're real superstitious, looking at how the pattern of the season has played out, you know that they win the next couple, right? You know that the pattern has been like win one lose one, win two, lose one, win four. However that pattern works. Have you seen that, Andy? The pattern of of their wins and losses? Well, I mean, the superstitious folks are going to tell you, oh, the Browns are going to win out now, and that's the Super Bowl. So, hey, there we go. Heading into Arrowhead, ready to take on the Chiefs and having everybody back. Andy, everyone is fired up, and and I I don't know what else to say. I'm going to be glued to the TV. Damien's fired up as he should be. By the way, I don't know who the Diaz brothers are, but we're we're all peace and love here. Yeah, Lloyd, Rafi, Rafi, Rafi. Thanks for watching. Sure are, but we, we, but but hey, but hey, <laughs> if they're Steeler fans, we come in here to clothe the brown and orange whenever you're ready. Matthew Bruning, the trans, the transformation in this franchise in one year has been amazing. I agree, and they talked about a lot in these articles, and I've really seen it firsthand. I, you know, we're gonna get in the Dorsey a little bit. I can't emphasize enough how this could not have been per- done without Andrew Barry. I think he has done such a great job of building this team and really working. And he kind of spoke about that today. You know, actually, let's get a couple of his comments. Andrew Barry is the soft-spoken GM, which this team needed this year. Um, and Jared kind of brought up a point. And we always talk about Stefanski. And Stefanski deserves, oh, my gosh, so much of this credit. He deserves almost all of it. He's really been the one that set the tone. But we forget about Andrew Barry. And Andrew kind of talked about today how he's been working with Baker Mayfield. On um, Barry's growth of Mayfield, quote, At the midpoint of the season, we talked at the bye, and I mentioned that Baker had really done everything we had asked for him. And we expected of him to continue to grow and evolve as, as he got more in the offense. And I think that's something that all of us have seen over the second half of the season. My point being is like, how many times have we just seen, it's been more about the offseason, about like futility and anger. The transformation's been on the field, but that's because of also off the field. This whole off the field vibe has been wonderful throughout the whole year. Damian Fuchella, he allows about a bit of uh, 40% completion ration in the NFL. The only one under 40. I believe he's talking about Mahomes there. Mahomes is a big time Big-time quarterback. 
Um, Luke and Isaac, if you, I don't know who you guys are, but tune in, baby. EJ Scalata, our PR head here at uh, Cleveland and Beyond. Dan Monas. It's not that they're disrespecting the Browns. It's more the national media respecting the Chiefs. Yeah, I can, Dan, I, I, can I agree, agree with, with you, that, and I echo Jared. But the Chiefs have earned that respect. Yeah, they have. Fair, they have. But again, it's it's easy. It's they're easy fair. to dump on the Browns. Still, there's still there's still a narrative out there that that national media doesn't get because they haven't watched this team this season. So there's still that whole same. Again, if you think that the Steelers are the only ones saying same old Browns, come on now. There's folks. There's everyone yep. still feels the same way, and they're not going to learn until until. I mean, really, it's it's what Andy and I have talked about throughout the season show us prove it and so i understand yep. that hey brandon yep. Rhodes on facebook yeah i got the browns winning upset alert good brandon i appreciate that brother um we we both do. i do too we both do. I, I, I do i do too i i think you know for what <clears throat> i love how this game's coming into and we'll get more in the details of it here in a minute i love how this even from beside the x's and o's thing and you know sammy Watkins being out's huge and that running back him not playing is big it's questionable that's a big deal Perfect. in this game because having an older Le'Veon Bell is a big difference in this game. We all know the Browns can leak oil of the running defense, so that would be a big thing not to um, not to have. Yeah, that, kid in that there. one. Um, I I didn't even hear that part when I was I was on my way back from Whole Foods and Cranberry actually <laughs> when I heard when I was when I saw that Sammy Watkins would be out, but seeing seeing that uh, the, the the Clyde might be out. That's that's. Yikes! Um, yikes! He hasn't been healthy in the last few weeks either. Um, Damien, uh, fans are lining up in the parking lot. I agree. And, and I saw that before when they came back from People's Jones. I've been hearing these rumors about that. That the emotion of the 80s that hopefully came off through Believe Land is back. You can feel it. It is a tailgating frenzy. And we all love this team from top to bottom. Manny Blasdale, Believe Land. You better fucking believe hey, it. Uh, on that Luke train. Schuster, Luke. Browns win. This is on Facebook. Uh, Browns win if the front four can get Mahomes without blitzing. Yes, I agree. And I will also mention this, that Miles Garrett in his conference today, in his press conference today, talked about this. He talked about wanting to make an impression. He said, I want Patrick Mahomes to talk about that he had to go up against Miles Garrett to his kids one day. He said that's the impact that he wants to have in this game. So I would look out because Miles... From his own mouth, knows that he's due. He is due for a big game. He, he, he. I, I, I've said this in the last podcast. <clears throat> I said this on Instagram. I realize he's getting triple teamed. We all see it. He needs to be moved around by Woods. We need to get him more involved in these games. I know it's hard. I know teams focus on him. The Browns have to do a better job of getting him open. Though, in my opinion, that that it's nickel and diming. But I agree, with Jared. I also in this game. Let's just bring him up. It's been a while, and it was good to see him. Denzel Ward, I think, is another guy. He did not play well in his last game before he was out. He did not play well against the Jets, admittedly so. Would not be surprised if that guy's fired up. And here's another thing, too. Joe Batonio didn't play last week. We all know that. Kevin Johnson didn't play last week. We all know that. Kajal Hodge, who will be playing this game, didn't play that. I think that plays an inspiration. Those guys want a playoff win, too. Yes, they're part of the team, and they and they all get that playoff win underneath their uh, resume. But they didn't play. That will play. Um, I, I this team is a team. It's been talked about in all these articles. It's been set the tone through all week, and it plays. I think, Jared. I feel like this is the most fun Cleveland team. I'd even put it ahead of the sixteen Indians, and it's right there right now. The sixteen Cavs. It's right there. I think the 16 Cavs are just a little notch ahead, but the oh, Browns boy. are right there. They have surpassed the 16 Indians to me. They really have. I love this team. What about I love what watching about mid, them. Where we I love hearing them talk. They're, they're probably a notch yeah. below that. It probably goes 16 Cavs, yeah. mid-90s Indians, and then this team. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. I love the 80s teams. I found a more connection with these really? guys right now. Really? I really, really do. Jared, I love this team. I love Stefanski. I love how everyone comes together. I just like how I feel like I know these guys and I root for them. I love how they did Corvette, Corvette <laughs> after a game. I love how they, I, I love their little swagger and cockiness. I love how Stefanski talks about, like, I feel like that character in Goonies is down alone in a baseball all by himself. That's how isolated he felt. Like, they're leaving a sloth. They're leaving food for him. And he and his wife was. I like all this good humor. 
They play into the city well. They play into us as Browns fans well. There's someone, everybody on this roster is someone they identify with, in my opinion. Everyone identifies with someone on this team. I identify probably most with Nick Chubb, a close second to Miles Garrett, but I identify with Baker too. I love they're very rootable. I love when Landry does his stuff. I love his toughness. I know he might get a flag once in a while, but well, I that's love what that. Respect for. That. Rip him right I off just, there so he doesn't get in trouble. That's right. He's example number one. Could you imagine that guy playing that well in this big a spot down the road no, back not a, in no, September? No, Hell no. We didn't want no. Him, we didn't want him anywhere near Hell the field. No. No. Hell no. And here we are. Hell no. It's been a and he, Yes. EJ Scalata. 16 calves finished. I'm with you, Andy. I agree. I think 16 calves is still number one. Mid-90s Indians is a close two, but this is this Browns team's on its way. It's becoming that lovable. Like you, I, I want my Bell Lofton by Erga poster. I want my Mayfield Chubb Garrett poster. Like I want one. Can't get enough with it. Matt Bruning. I'm with you, Andy. I love this team. I think it's because they embrace the city of Cleveland and the fans so much more than we've seen in the past. Echo, yep. bingo, exactly. Yep. Uh, exactly. They understand that. It, 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 it they feels- understand. They understand. They're being told. <laughs> They're learning. Uh, they're spending time with some of these former players. You've got you've got Ernest Biner, you've got Bernie Kosar, you've got Eric Medcalf, you've got Kevin Max been around too. You had that video from Webster Slaughter last week. You have these old Browns yep. that were the last time that the team was the team. Um, even I would even say that even in '94, from from the moment Bernie was cut, I struggled <laughs> with with the Browns teams, even when they were hard. good after that. Um, but now again, that feeling is back. We're reliving it just like in 16, reliving the Indians in the nineties. Now here we are in 2020 reliving those glory days of the Browns in the mid eighties. It is so nice to be back to that point. Did you hear Case Keenum, by the way, did you hear what he did to coach? Stef- Coach Stefanski? Yeah, oh, yeah Coach Stefanski said, hey, you been in your office lately? Did you smell anything? <laughs> Coach, is like, Coach is like, no, I haven't. Just, I can't smell anything yet still. He's like, okay, well, you will. Yes. <laughs> and Tom and, and Tom Weathers uh, asked him today, have you yeah, picked out the smell? He goes, no, not yet. Uh, D- Damien on Facebook. Damien, you do such a good job on our platform. Shout out to you, all these guys. But D- Damien, you've been great lately. I'm just thankful for this team. Full of nameless gray faces. Yeah. I love what you're saying on your right. This is not a like. There are some guys like. There's obviously some cocky, swaggered people here for sure. But my God, it is just such a, you again. There's someone identifiable. Well, and that's and that is the thing, me. Andy. Jordan, is that now, these guys yeah. are names. These are names that we talk about at yes, the dinner they are. table. Talented. Yet, yet they play like. Like nameless gray faces, which is what you want in a team. So it's perfect. Thanks, thanks for the compliment, Juju. It's perfect. Thank you, my friend. Oh my gosh, um, Jordan Allen, first time I, I believe. Thank you. Uh, go Browns. And he followed up with this later, Jared. Cream yeah, is going to have a huge so. day, Jordan. I am so with you. We can touch on that right now. What is going on with Kareem Hunt? Is this a big moment for him? Obviously, he's coming back to playing for the Chiefs, and obviously, we all know what happened. There's been a lot of, and it needs well, to be. This and, is a big and he week and him. he warmed up last the, week. Him and Landry again. I, I believe these are pro football focus numbers. I'm just spouting them off the top of my head. But those two led with most yards after catch. Landry and Kareem Hunt. After last weekend, they out of the playoff teams that were still alive, those guys led with most yards after catch. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, the way Hunt and Chubb <clears throat> ran. With those screen passes and how tough they were running, you can tell they are not just winning for first downs. They're not just winning for touchdowns. Chubb is yeah. running for a championship. And what I mean by that is, like, could you see anybody for the Steelers wanting to stop him? Could you see – I mean, did you see how hard he yeah. ran to the end zone? Kareem Hunt stretched and fought for every yard on both touchdowns. I mean, that guy should have been brought down a three-yard no. line. Nope, he was but his leg. His legs Second have time been around, like that. Should have been brought down. Nope. His legs have been like that. Marissa on Facebook. Eggs. I can tell. I can't tell you how grateful I am to not only know amazing Brown stories that happened before I was aware of football. Yeah, there was some that. I, yeah, the years of Brian Seif, the cardiac kids. That was before me. Oh my god. Uh, my yeah. best Browns memories involved almost making the playoffs in the first part of 2014 (laughs) yeah that was tough to watch that slide too i got to watch a game with jim brown in 2013 
awesome. And I've been waiting to finally have a team uh, like the ones he was on to revere in the way these generations uh, of my family do. And Andy, that's what it's all about, too, is that we talk all the time. We're 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 uh, we have been lucky enough to watch the teams in the in the in the 80s. Um, and, and we, 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 we weren't even a part of some of the other great generations prior to the Browns, the auto Graham years, all that good stuff. Um, but there's a lot of Browns fans that have never seen winning period. And they're finally for the first time realizing what it's like to root for a winning team. They've never experienced this, which by the way, I mean, they deserve some sort of recognition because, my God, imagine being raised to love the Browns and they don't know how to win football games. And you're like, what am I doing? Why? Why am I here? Why? Why am I here? Why am I? Why am I watching this? Why? Because, I mean, really, why? Why would you have in the past 20 years? Why, why would you what? have? So- so 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 why do we hate the Ravens? Yeah. I don't what. So they did what? They, so they. The oh team my god, moved, that sounds terrible. And then the NFL gave us this an expansion. This is what we got. It's been hell. Let's just be frank. I want to do this one time. We shouldn't do this too much. Is it's not good juju. But I'll do it real quick. Mm. The Browns win, mm. and the Ravens win. Mm. That game is gonna have. Mm. A lot of meaning. And yeah, the Super Bowl is one thing. And that's everything. Boy. But that fucking game is going to put down a lot of demons. This is the 25th anniversary of the move. It happened 25 years ago. At the end of 95 going to 96. This will be the 25th year. If you don't think that fucking game means a lot to us old Browns fans like Jared and I and a lot of old timers on this show. It means means as much. It it means as much, if not more, than beating the Steelers twice. Wants to get in and wants to eliminate them. It would. I mean that. Like that's that's a would, big boy checkoff to check off your list. But this is that, the ultimate big boy checkoff if they can knock off the Ravens. Because then, then I'm like, oh, oh, we still have the Super Bowl to play. Because I will. I'm not even going to be thinking about that. It, All I'm thinking about is destroy it, the Ravens. But again, like we said, Art fucking Modell and getting him back and bearing that. We can't again. We we're can't stopping there, but I'm just going to tee up this everybody. This is very right much now. a pom pom, uh, rah rah hiss boom ba episode today. That yes. we are going, we are going all in on Browns yeah, on this but, day. Um, but, but, but we do want to be. But careful. Jared, real quickly, I just want to tell everybody on this, real quickly, if that happens, yes. all week we're doing yes. shows. All week. Yes, all week. I'll be straight Browns. Go Browns. Good to have you on YouTube, brother. Uh, Jordan Allen, thanks for finding us on YouTube. Uh, love to having you around. Jordan Allen with another comment. Kareem has something on his heart. I agree. Um, I've been feeling... He's a University of Toledo grad, so am I. He actually, he and I were born in the same hospital, too. We're definitely twins. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look at us. I mean, I'm definitely a physical specimen. Um, have you ever seen anybody eat a bag of chips as fast as me? Never. But... I agree with you. Kareem has yep. been talking about this all year. He's been kind of, what I mean by that is that he's been talking about getting back and wanting to win and all that. And his reaction in the locker room was appropriate. The next week is personal. And he loves Andy Reid. He talked about that. He's good friends of Patty Mahomes. This is not the Steelers. Kareem does have a lot of love and respect for the Chiefs and understands about what happened. But but to what to what um to what Jordan's mentioning, and I agree with Jordan. This game, for anyone who knows, you want to talk about getting back something, not on a per, but just like as for me and winning. Well, I think Kareem is going to run hard, just and play tough as he always does. Just like the, just level. like beating the Steelers last week was a monkey off the back for this organization. This is for Kareem and his own personal demons, you know, whatever it may be lingering from his own past. That a win this week in Kansas City would help him throw all that away, wash it all away. Now, I'm not saying, you know what I mean. I mean his own yeah. his own feelings yes. over it with himself, with how everything went down, with everything else. We're not saying that he shouldn't have been let go by Kansas City. Not in any way, shape, or form are we no. saying that. And, and nor, Andy and, nor, and I, nor Andy he. has discussed this and nor for he. a very long time. That Andy Andy was not even happy about the fact that the Browns had picked him up, that Dorsey had made that move. 
I am. I'm always going to be a big fan of second chances and of redemption because I believe that as human beings, every one of us is going to do something fucking stupid in our lives, and something. Sometimes it's really horrible. Sometimes it's something that you 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 will live and be embarrassed about for the rest of your life. But as a human being, I believe that if you look for your redemption and you try to better yourself then you deserve that when you do it and when you make it happen and when it becomes reality. And that's where I think Kareem is right now. That is why I believe, at least, that Kareem is going into this game with that idea in mind, that I can bust through, I can I can get this all out of the way, get it yep. all off of myself, my own personal inner struggles with everything that has gone on. Yep, it's true. <clears throat> it's true. It's a, it's a again... It means a lot, and you get why. And he, he said in this article, he said it very well. Yeah. He is thankful for Coach Reed. He admitted that he lied in that situation about what happened, and he understood why it happened. But it's respectful revenge. Very, very different. And, and again, there's a yes. lot. Again, we'll get into this more here in two, three minutes. Obviously, there's a the game itself, but there's a lot of ties between these two organizations. Yes. A lot of ties. Teddy, so proud of my Cleveland Browns. I still have the smile I've had all week. I'm with you, dude. I've been smiling all week. All week. I've gotten a couple of these comments. We'll pull up Mr. Brunings. Could you imagine an AFC championship game? I'm telling you right now, between the Rapids and Brownies, Matt, I'm telling you, it's that's our Super Bowl. I can't believe I'm saying that. That that as a fan base, that is our Super Bowl. Yeah. That is everything. Could you imagine, Teddy? We're close. Teddy, we're close. Very close. We're one game away. And I think the Ravens are gonna beat the Bills. I do. Um, Marissa McCool, I grew up right in the middle of, of Pittsburgh and Baltimore. There are many years of being bullied by both of them. I understand what you mean by that comment. Mm. While being the only Browns fans, I, I I knew that I would be exercised. We are all exercised. We are all exercised. Fellas, can we agree coach of the year? Oh, my God. Oh, Jordan, Jordan Allen on Facebook. Oh, yeah, there's no yes. way he's not coach of the year. There's no way Stefanski's <laughs> not coach of the year. Coach of the century. Yeah, you ain't kidding. 20 years in. My God, guys! People guys avoided <laughs> Cleveland. <laughs> I mean, think of that. Guys. Think of how many people over twenty years said, "Nope, not for me. Nope, I'm gonna pass. Nope, I want nothing to do with that." <laughs> Nobody wanted to step up to the challenge. There were some that did. Then there were some times where it was like, "Well, I'll take that job because it's the only one around." And then there were folks that were like, "Yeah, I'll do it because I don't know any fucking better." And then there were folks that were doing it that were going, "I think I can do it." A little Dunning Kruger on their side, thinking that they knew better and that they can make it happen, <laughs> and they couldn't do shit. And nobody, and that's, and finally, you find the people who can. Andrew Barry, Stefanski, Baker Mayfield, Landry has still got to be one of the biggest, 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 big trade. Biggest Big pickups trade. in 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 Browns Big history changed the culture that day. Mm. I was in I was actually in Kansas City for the SEC championship game, watching a basketball basketball. Oh no, it was the Kansas City St. Louis St. Louis. Sorry, I was in St. Louis, and I'll never forget that day. That day changed. That was day one of change. Mister Go Browns. Mister uh, Ohydro on YouTube. Go Browns. Yes, sir. Go Browns. EJ, <laughs> we're not there yet, are we? <laughs> we My prediction will be, we'll talk about that later yeah, in the show, yeah, yeah. the very back end. We might also get into how Purdue beat Indiana again for the eighth straight time. I know everybody's been clamoring for my advice on that and wanting my analysis. I am here to tell you, Purdue, just we have just taken over Bloomington. But it's now more important to talk about what the Browns need to do. This is the Captain Obvious of Captain Obvious again. Patrick Mahomes is the show. He is a wonderful prayer. He is he's going to do things. He's going to flip the ball around. The, the Chiefs are not surprisingly the best passing team in the league. I mean, is anybody surprised by that? I'm really not surprised about that. As we said, they have their running game is okay. I believe they're 16th. I'm pulling up the stats again. So they're right in the middle of that. They have a hard time stopping the pass. They're in the high 20s for that on defense. And their passing defense is okay. We've been saying it all week on this show, so we'll say it again. This comes down to a, a game where you got to score in the 30s to me. Well, you got to. You have you to because to go back, the only the only loss that and I know that the Chiefs had two losses two losses this season. That last game of the season you can't count. Um, right. But if you go back to that Raiders game where where the Chiefs ended up losing, the Raiders had to put up 40 points to win that game, and Derek Carr had to play his ass off because even in that loss, Patrick Mahomes 
was 22 of 43 for 300 yards, 340 yards rather, two touchdowns, one interception. Even in that game. Like like that's like that's as bad as you're going to get with Patrick Mahomes, folks. That's as terrible. Oh, in that game that they lost, Travis Kelsey with eight catches, 108 yards and a touchdown. That's what you're going to do. Three catches and 78 yards for Tyreek Hill. That's like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, come on. This team, even in their loss this season, still played a game that would beat most teams in the NFL. (laughs) The key to this game has been a key all year with the Browns. They don't do well with it is tackling in space. Tyreek Hill, bring him down. Kelsey, bring him down. Catches, tackle, bang down. When there are interceptions or fumbles to be had, had them. Yeah. The Kansas City Chiefs are doing their best LeBron impression from 17 and 18, where the Chiefs just flip on a switch and win a game. They just flip on a switch and they win a game. They do it. They're, they're doing it right now. Don't allow them to do that in this game. I There's a, something that was great pointed out on a Tony Grossi note, and I think it should be brought up. Even though they won the Super Bowl last year, they were down 24 nothing in their first playoff game to the Texans. 24 to nothing. The Chiefs can come out flat. It's not impossible. And, and, I, and I bring that up because they have had that flat vibe a lot of the second half of the year. Now, they are very good, and they're an excellent team. But, Jared, they have not played, as you mentioned. They had a bye week, and they didn't play the week before. So this team should I, – I think you're going to see some rust. Even if this wasn't the Browns, I'd be like – Boy, you just feel like Kansas City's coming in with some rust. You don't feel the energy and buzz that you do coming out of Cleveland. You should be feeling out of Kansas City. You feel some excitement, but you don't feel a lot. Boy, I mean, you are feeling the excitement. In well, yeah, I mean, and on top it of is that, there. It, it is live. It is ready to go. Ready to pop. This offense, Andy, this Browns offense put up more 40 plus point games this season than the Chiefs did. Don't forget that stuff. Those little stats yeah. matter. That stuff matters. It does. Especially in this game where you know the Browns are going to have to score 35 or more. It's going to take. I I understand there's people out there that think the Browns 35-30. No, 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 no. Think more like that Steelers game, folks. Think more like that Steelers game. This offense is going to have to put up close to 40, if not more. Teddy, Teddy, we need 40. Exactly. Teddy on Facebook. Hi, High 30s, low 40s. Uh, Jordan Allen. Jordan doing a great job tonight. Unpopular opinion. I might be the only person who thinks Baker can go gun for gun with Mahomes if he needs to be. I actually, that, okay, one, okay, let's go this route real quick. Linda Crowler, she's a great new fan. What's up, Linda? Go Browns from UK. Fish and chips on us next time we see you. Um, back to Jordan. I just want to say. We have not brought up his name a lot because of Kareem Hunt situation and other things going on, which is natural. These two, Mahomes and Baker, have a tie two through Texas Tech, and they played a wonderful college football game where Baker did sling the ball just as hard as Mahomes did that day. I think Mahomes, even even with, with Baker with 500 yards, I think Mahomes had still had 200 yards. More. Oh, it's amazing! He threw for like 700 mm. yards that game. <laughs> it's amazing. I will say, I think Baker is not afraid of any of this. I think he's embracing this moment. And again, the pressure is not on the Browns. I don't think the Browns have any pressure on this game. I really don't. I think that's why these press conferences have been loosey-goosey. I think that this week there's like, hey, I mean, look, we want them to win. We all know that. If the Chiefs are happen to win, it's been a great year. And you'll hear that on this podcast. You'll hear some disappointment too, and we'll get into that. But it's been a great year. It's been a great ride. The Chiefs, if they get knocked out, it's a disappointment. It's a it's a blam. And again, I I just to what Jordan Allen's saying, I think Baker is playing with what he always does, a chip. I think in this game, there's a part of Baker, if I had to guess, it goes, I fucking beat this guy in college. I fucking was the guy who transferred to Oklahoma. I can do like yeah. I got this. And and we talked about this is one of our early, early, early podcasts in Cleveland and Beyond. When they played the Chiefs two years ago, that was after the firing of Jackson. Remember those days? And for um, boy, that was a long time ago. Remember who's the coach? We're reliving uh, all right here, right now. No. Oh my god! <laughs> but we both commented after that game, even though the Chiefs won handily, we both thought the Browns performed well and Baker looked good, even in a loss. Yeah. And I that always sticks with me. 
He played well in that game. I think Baker will play well in this game. I think the Browns are going to have a big Again, it's, a, it's mean, another, really it's another one of those storylines, Andy. There's a storyline with this game everywhere you look. Everywhere you look. Baker Mahomes, yeah. the John Dorsey stuff. Uh, you're talking about Kareem Hunt, Travis Kelsey being from the area. I mean, there is a storyline around every corner about this game. Uh, I still, Andy, again, the Browns coming into this week, we talk about them being loose. We talk about them sitting there at the podium. They're they're loose, but they're not being cocky. They're talking about business. Very respectful. They are. are, That is the biggest biggest change around here is that it's not, they're not coming in here going, oh, we just beat the Steelers, so now we're going to walk into Kansas City and whoop some ass. Like, no. They know. You haven't heard that once. You win this game. That's it. Next game. We want more. That's it. We want more. Do it again. We want more. Jared, great point. I didn't hear one player or even Stefanski bring up the Pittsburgh game once this week. No, when it was referenced, it was, was, yeah, we we won that game. They're at home playing on social media. We're we're focused on playing. Boy, that, that was the that's the only it, it, they redirect. Yeah, that's great. I remember that. But nope, we're not talking about the em, the embrace the suck one week <clears throat> at a time, one game at a time attitude has really been embraced. Mm-hmm. And to what Jared's saying, it is for through the top down. Everybody drinks. Everybody reads from the book of Stefanski. Everybody does. Mm-hmm. And Andrew Barry and Dee Podesta and these guys, they were ready for this, and they and it's played right into it. Every, again, Nanjoku. Taki Taki. Taki Taki's improvement in these last eight games has been amazing to me. Even though he's injured, Olivier Vernon's performance before his injury has been, I just have been shocked by this. Shocked by how well he, he came back in this. I have seen so many players just progressively get better. I could draw Hodge. Unbelievable second half. Kid blocks, makes tough catches, has a purpose on the field. Pre this year with Kitchens, we saw Kadrell Hodge go for a pass. It's like he had no purpose. Wand- I mean, I call it wandering. Wandering routes. They would just wander around and just just try to find oh, just trying to find their way. This Browns team, they're running somewhere and they're going with a point, a sharp edge. They have somewhere to go. There's so much direction, and everybody focuses on this team and this job, and everybody holds hands. Everybody's together. There is no wide receiver room, offensive line room, specialty. Like, there's none of that shit. That's gone. Gone. No, you can, I mean, you can look no further than the, the relationship yes. that Baker Mayfield and Miles Garrett. Yes. Opposite sides of the ball, yes. two completely different positions. Yes. In the we're, end of that Steelers game with those two. We are all, you know, ba- we are all Baker together. fans now. Unreal. At the beginning of the year, I don't know if we could say as Browns fans. We're all Baker fans now. We are all fans of all these different positions. But well, I, I mean, we were all fans. It was just, is he going to be able fair. to please be the please it, be the real deal? Please was, be everything that we have hoped fair, for you to be. But, but that's, that's my whole point. We we're all together now. There was There's all these fractions of even our fan base. Not anymore. All of it's healed. All of it's about the 2020 Browns. Uh, the, uh, other notes, um, just over the past hour, stories coming out that of things that I, I don't know. Do you care about this? That that Patrick Mahomes briefly liked Odell Beckham Jr.'s comment about uh, "Don't be surprised if the, if the if this team wins." Yeah, I don't care about that really. I don't know. Patrick Mahomes is a good dude. He's a winner. That he liked it. Yeah, I liked it. There you go. There also. Um, that means nothing. Boy, this stuff with this stuff with Clyde with with Clyde is looking like it. It's day to day. It's day to day. So again, with they with Clyde Edwards uh, Hilaire. It's yeah, it's yeah. He he has not played in weeks. That is a big difference in this game. He is a much far different, exciting scat back running back. Bell is is out on his last legs, to be honest. And then and then one other note, um, as I scroll through just some of the the freshest articles uh, that are coming out. Uh, who is the only coach to bring both of those teams to an AFC Championship game? Again, Marty. more storylines. Yep, Marty Schottenheimer. Marty, Marty Schottenheimer. Unreel. Marty was love a Marty. Dick. <laughs> oh, you love Marty? <laughs> no, Marty's. See, a good I love man. Bernie. So. <laughs> No, I love Marty. No, no, I, no, no. I grew no. up. I grew up loving Bernie no. and thinking, well, Bernie don't like him. <laughs> if Bernie can't get along with him, and I don't like him. <laughs> no, I love. I love. I love Marty. I'll have to go with that on a different podcast. I love Marty. Um, Linda from UK. 
They all love Baker. They are a team. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. And then she pointed out it is a high ankle sprain for the running back, and you're right. Jordan oh, Allen. Which, which, by the way, high ankle sprains, those soft tissue injuries, they linger all On a running long. back that cuts? Yeah. Ew. Not good. By the way, dry track, low 40s. Someone asked me today, what's the weather going to be? Kansas City. I'm like, that's a great question. Normal weather, pretty mild for Kansas City in uh, January. Uh, oh, boy. Low, low 40s, mild, dry track. There's no weather in this game. Jordan Allen. Would you take your chances of keeping Denzel on Cheetah, or would you mix it up? I would keep Denzel on Cheetah the whole game. Do not allow that guy to get loose. I because well, he, he played him well last time. Two years ago, yes. he played him well. Played him perfectly. Yeah. Yes. I'm with you. Teddy, my, true story. When they lost the Oilers the last time, that's the last game. They lost the Oilers. They oh played the gosh. Oilers back-to-back weeks in the playoffs. And they lost to him, and uh, Marty, that was Marty's last game. My mom cried when Marty got – because we all knew really? Marty was going to get fired after that. Oh, yeah. It was basically known if he was going to lose that game, um, Modell was going to fire Marty, and she cried. She loved – I love Marty. I met, I know Marty personally. I love Marty. Big, big, big Marty Schoenheimer guy. Love him. Love – is he a lunch pail guy? He's one of those unique connections. There's so many of these guys who are Clevelanders who go to Pittsburgh. He's a Pittsburgh dude who went to Cleveland. Raised up a yeah, like I said, guy. my only knowledge of him comes from my childhood and comes from uh, my love of Bernie. So outside of that, uh, I don't really know as much as you do regarding Marty. <laughs> You've got a bigger connection there with him. Well, talk about that in our Believe Land days in March when there's <laughs> when everybody gets tired of me talking about Purdue basketball and the Cavs. <laughs> yeah, there will be plenty of time to have that conversation. Oh, my Absolutely. God, yes. Teddy, as a kid, that was my very first game I was attended. Oh, my God. I remember that game. Huge win. What game? I, you oh. got to read the whole thing if the audience no, can't I'm hear sorry. it. As a I'm kid, sorry. Yeah, as, as a kid, that was my very first game I attended was on Christmas Eve versus the Oilers. Got it. Oh, my God. I remember that game. I got a Browns pin as a – because my parents always gave us a pre-Christmas gift with a Christmas Eve gift from Santa. Mm-hmm. Mine was a felted Browns pin. I held that pin because they won. I held that pin all week in my hand. Held it in my hand all week. Did not work out so well next week, sadly. But I used to go to school wearing a dog bone around my neck. <laughs> That's what I did. That's how I lived it. So I rocked that shit as a kid. I know. I actually know Jerry Glanville, too. I'm going to talk. Oh we got to talk about that game. There's a lot of good history. I Jerry, oh, I'm going to bring up Believeland transcripts. We're going to do a whole show. That 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 Oilers back to back game has a lot of cool '80s stories. All right, well we don't listen. We're still making stories right now. Okay, well, we're still making look, history right now. Okay, right now in this moment, in this moment, the there's a lot of ready to head to, head to Kansas City. Um, they're a ten point dog. I would definitely take the Browns cool. in that game. Cool. Uh, again, and what's uh, the and t- what's the points? Seventy fifty seven fifty seven. I'd still take the over. 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 Take the Browns, take the over. over. Just like last week. Over. Just like last week. Um, Parlay that shit. Oh my God. All day long. Where's um where's Manny Blasdale? Manny Blasdale, where are you? He loves a good parlay. Um <laughs> I just think, you know, it's obvious who we're choosing. This has a lot of momentum. I really believe Baker's gonna go off in this game. I have no sense of like you know, I've been trying to think, like, how's this game going to go? Like, I think it's going to be very close. I don't see the Chiefs having any kind of recollection of turnover problems like the Steelers did. I just don't see it in this game. Right. I am not – here's my sense. I don't have a big thing about time clock. That's been a big conversation the last two days. Do the Browns need to control the clock and to keep the Chiefs off the field? The Browns actually run their tempo to run to score points, and I love that. And what I mean by that is, like, it, they ran a they ran an up tempo offense in the fourth quarter, and I was going crazy. I'm like, "Holy fucking shit! What are you doing? Run the clock!" But what I noticed is they were doing that because they threw the Steelers off, and the Steelers weren't prepared for that, and it kept them on their heels. So I don't have like this. You got to do tempo gauge. I, you know, that's obviously nice, and that's something that they want. I actually don't think that's as big a key as other people are making out to be. The biggest thing to me is when you're close, score touchdowns. Keep the running game at bay because Mahomes is going to do his things and tackle in space. To what Jordan Allen asked, I would keep Denzel Ward on the Cheetah all game. Don't let him go off. Don't make him a star. I think the Browns win again, 38-35. I think the Browns win again, 38-35. Um, I... Uh... 
I, I need to mention that uh, this Chiefs defense is not as as tough as the Steelers defense is. No, they're not. Big step back. So let's just go ahead and note that. And I believe that this needs to be a high-scoring game. I'm going to go ahead and say Browns 45, Chiefs 38. I'm very confident about this game. I don't know why. I'm very I know. I don't confident know about this. Seems insane. I, I am very, very confident about the Browns winning this game. I can't believe this is Super Bowl champs. Yeah. Andy Reid is going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And I don't have, I'm not even blinking, Mike. We got it. I mean, I don't want to get ahead of myself, game. but yes. <laughs> I just feel I mean, feel Cleveland it. fans, when's the last time you felt this good about a game? Who who ever thought that we'd be coming into a game going, yeah, I feel good mm-hmm. about going, going to Arrowhead and playing the defending Super Bowl champs in a playoff game? Yeah, I feel good about that. I feel really good. And I good. can name every reason why. Baker yeah. Mayfield, Jarvis Landry, uh, oh. Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, uh, Denzel Ward, uh, Miles Garrett. Uh, I mean, Stefanski. How many? Talkie, talkie, talkie. Out of no, yeah. The linebacker, the linebackers, the linebackers have stepped up. Really they have played again. The growth of this team has been amazing. Goodson says he's going to play. He's questionable. Yep. Conklin is is hour by hour at this point, right. but it sounds like he is a go. Um, if he will not play, it will be Lamb at that spot. Lamb did very well last week against Watt, not an average defender. So it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, Lamb um, going against Watt—that's huge. That says a lot for him. It says a lot. Um, and our favorite Blake Hans is backing him up, ready to go. And Batonio is definitely a go. He's going to be playing. So good to feel good. Three o'clock, Jimmy Nance, Romo. Doesn't get any bigger. That is the biggest time slot on Sunday. It. I mean, it is America's game, folks. We are America's team. Can you believe we, it? This is it? Can you believe it? I still can't Check believe it. it. I'm still pinching myself every day. Playoffs, brother. Best, Playoffs. best fucking, best fucking week. Check us out on official Cleveland sports account after the game. We'll come on live quickly. We will be back to do a Monday night recap. because Jared and I need to sleep at some point? Yeah. That game does hit at dinner time. Some of us are parents. So don't be surprised if Jared and I do a quickie and then come back to do another one because I have I mean it is right at dinner time yep. and I can't I can't sit and starve kids. So but we will do an instant reacts. Yep. Might do a dual show. I'll talk to you about that offline because it it is right at six o'clock, six thirty, and my kids are gonna Again, be on Instagram. On Instagram, <laughs> yeah. you'll find us at official Cleveland Sports, at official Cleveland Sports. It's a huge community of Cleveland sports fans. They're yes. out there, 150,000 plus of you. Uh, so go ahead and join that at official Cleveland Sports on Instagram. We'll be there. Uh, we will be doing our reactions after the game. We'll be ready to go. Holy shit. I just. I can't, I can't, I can't believe we're doing it. Can't believe I can't it. believe it. Teddy, I'm going to make this short. I love all your stats here. I think the big thing is he thinks uh, Kareem, Hunt, Kareem Hunt plays well. I agree with you. And he thinks the Browns are going comfortably. I, I, I can't believe I'm saying wow. it. I'm kind of with Teddy. I'll tell you I what. I can yeah, see this game getting comfortable. 44-28. That would. Oh. God. Put up your feet time in the fourth stop, quarter. Can you imagine? Stop it. Put up stop your feet it. time. Calisthenics in the yard. Garbage time. Really? Really? <laughs> Go Browns is right, Damien. All right, we got to fly through these next two things. Brownies, again, we did all the hits. Check us out on the Instagram page after we're done. If people want to do a quick link, it's on the... If you go to Cleveland Beyond Facebook page, you can click on the link. It's right there. It's ready to go. Okay. The the Cavs... Okay, there's two things about the Cavs. This trade, but I want to get to the games first. They played tonight against the Knicks. Their next two opponents were supposed to be Washington. They have COVID. Those two games have been postponed now. Yep. So the Cavs are going to have a long break between games. So if you want to watch the Cavs, I would suggest watching them tonight because they will not be playing for at least, it looks like five days. So again, they play the Knicks tonight on Friday night. They they were supposed to play the Wizards back-to-back on Sunday, Monday. Both those games have been postponed. So this is it for a while. I love this trade. I am a huge Jared Allen fan. I've been a fan of his since he's been playing at Texas. He is a good player. This makes a lot of sense. I like the direction the Cavs are going. Um, by the way, Damian, God, he's doing a great job. Damian, you're the man. Uh, Drummond is good for tonight. I'm glad to hear that. We need him. The Cavs need bodies. This is not, I, I want to repeat this. Let's get, well, let me get to the trade. Love the trade, Jared. I like the kid. They picked up two prints. They need bodies. They get some new fresh blood in there. The, I mean, the Cavs don't have bodies. The Cavs are really, really banged up. 
I did an Instagram show after the Jazz lost by 30. And Jared, that was the first time the Eeyore feeling came back to the Cavs. So many players banged up. Doesn't look good. Sexton's still not playing. No word on Garland. No word on Porter. Every All these players are supposed to be back by now. None of them are coming back. Now Drummond's hurt. Oh, my God. And to get that trade, I thought, yes, it was done for the right reasons because Jared Allen, you control the – now, he's a free agent, but you control the bird rights. This isn't the Indians. They can, they'll they play players. So, like, they'll, they'll make a good payment here to him if they like him. I think he's, I think he's a good star – for the Cavs, because you don't know if Drummond's coming back. So to get someone like that there makes a lot of sense. But again, and Damian put it up there on Facebook, these injuries, it's a shame because the Cavs are a good team, Jared, and they just don't have bodies right now. It's just uh, it's just such a shame. But this well, trade yeah, helps. not having bodies, they're having to go real deep on the bench. They're sitting at five and seven. Of course, they can still beat the Knicks tonight. I mean, it's not like they're not a beatable team, for crying sure. out loud. Uh, but what I do want to ask is, I want to play devil's advocate. What about this crowded front court? What about the idea that this move and getting Jarrett Allen uh, possibly opens up uh, moves with uh, with Drummond down the road? I think it opens up moves with not Drummond. I think it opens up moves for Kevin Love. And See, that, I've, I've actually heard things with Drummond a little bit, but I don't now, know. I've heard Drummond, too. I, I just want to say this on this, po- on this podcast. I don't want to trade Andre Drummond. I don't understand no, that. He has either. played so well in Cleveland. In fact, I would try to get him back next year. I like Andre Drummond in the city. I like Andre Drummond on this team. I don't want Andre. Andre Drummond is not just a big center. He does great things on defense. He hustles. He plays. He dribbles the ball nicely up court for center. He's a good player. Yeah. I like JaVel McGee. I like Jared Allen. Why can't we keep all these guys? Well, I, I think I we can, but I also don't think that there's – I don't think the Cavs are, are moving all that quick to get rid of Kevin Love either. I mean, Well, they can. They, they've, they've, well, yeah, well, but you get my point, though, still, is that th- this team has, has shown that they're invested in Kevin Love. No, I agree. Every, every time agree. that we've thought that they were going to make a move, they have not done that. No. And I don't know that their, that their potential for moving Kevin – uh, gets any better as time goes on. I think that we've seen that the longer that Kevin sticks around, the more difficult it is going to be to move him, even if you bring in Jared Allen and, and all of a sudden you've... No, I, I really just don't... I think they're just going to keep everybody. I don't know. We'll see what happens down the road, but I don't see... I mean, whatever. I don't I, know how they're going to make it work. That's a lot of that's a lot well, of size. They but. don't have that problem right now as anybody's, but Jared's right. There is some deck Eventually, shuffling coming. Eventually, they're going to. There's going to be some deck shuffling coming, but... but Jared Allen is a star, and you need talent, and you need bodies, and that makes a lot of sense. I love the trade. I applaud the trade. And again, it was becoming Eeyore Cavs on Wednesday night. I mean, it was becoming, oh, here we go. Or Tuesday night, sorry, Tuesday night. Right, here we right. go, losing to the Jazz, getting blown out. No one's ha- – I mean, it ha- that's the first time, Jared, all year you felt Eeyore. Good to get that energy. Good to get that. Good to get that energy back up. Damon on Facebook. I heard the door is open for Drummond and McGee, and it better not be the case. Yeah, I'm with that's you. What we're saying. I know. I Agreed. am with you. I like both. I don't want to get rid of both. That's a mistake. That yep. is a mistake. Keep them both. You need them. I love McGee. Oh, that'd be such a mistake. They are. Oh, that's so stupid. That'd really bother me. All right, well, it's not a thing yet. Don't worry. Don't stress over it. They haven't done it yet. I know. That would really, that would really <laughs> bum me out. I like them. I like those two players. The yeah. one positive thing on the Cavs before we wrap up and hit on Urban Meyer before we say see you later, uh-huh. I do like that they found this kid, Dotson. He's coming off the bench. That has been a good find with all these injuries. That is the one big positive. They have found a player like like Dotson. He's going to – I like him. He's a steady player. He's not – they have discovered that. That is a good find. He's, he's going to play more minutes. He's played well for the Cavs. So I, I like that. That is the one positive out of this whole situation is they found Dotson. All that to be said, I like this trade. Trade rumors are trade rumors. They happen all the time. And no one leaks them better than the NBA. All that to be said, keep McGee, keep Drummond, keep Allen, keep plugging. Keep plugging. These are good. I, I just Allen is such a good, energetic kid. Play him a power forward. Do the Twin Tower thing. I, I just I, I agreed. Just keep these agreed. guys. Don't this Cavs team, especially because of how good the deep they play defensively. Yes, like just, do it. Like just do it. Just I like Okoro a lot. This Cavs team has earned the right not to make trades right now. They have got to keep playing and get healthy. Yeah. 
Period and a sentence. This is not same old calves. It's not. This is not. Oh, it's false. This hope is and no. A hot this start. no. This rebuild is moving along about two years ahead of schedule in my. Yes, opinion. it is, and and it's been and it's been said in Forbes and other uh, publications like that. I swallow um comb. Uh, I swallow cum. Um, oh God bless you, Reddit. Yes. <laughs> That's a screen name. <laughs> yes, it is. I'm here to read anything that comes across my desk. You can pull my leg on Instagram and I swallow. You you pulled mine, and I would never ice swallow anything. You got me. Good job, dude. Or, oh or, or my God. I'm Whereas here to make you need, laugh. We need Kaylee here to, to make be you the, laugh. Uh, Kaylee needs to produce the show, and she needs to vet the comments before we throw them up. No, on no, screen. I like anyone it. watching live who sees it. That's beautiful. That was well done. That I think the well Browns done. are beating the Chiefs on their own turf. I agree with yes. you. Thank you. Name that we won't say again on YouTube. I love ice, by the way. Um, let's see, uh, Damien. We went from 26 in the league to top five defensive rankings in one off season. Oh man, I feel. Oh man, you feel for it. Yeah, I mean. Again, like the yeah, a huge the, difference. The Cavs have good parts. Again, I'm I'm done. The week I get to remind get out of yeah. here. I don't want to belabor it, but the Cavs have. It's not time to start making trades because you just signed Jared Allen. No, it's not. No, no. I like this team. I like this coach. This isn't fool's gold. This wasn't just a hot start and that's it. This is a legit. I like. I like this team. Clearly. Once they get healthy, they'll yes. Play. Let's give this a chance. Don't buck this horse yet. Seven thirty Friday night Knicks, and then they're off for a while because of COVID. So check out the, the Cavs. I would. I would watch it. So we saw it coming. We knew over the years the questions were uh, being brought up over and over again. Do you think Urban means it when he's not going to coach again when he says that? And everyone says, "Yeah, we think he means mm-hmm. it when he said that." But we also think that he doesn't know himself well enough to know he's full of shit. And sure enough, here he is taking a shot. The NFL head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Andy, I'm going to give it two seasons. (laughs) That's where I'm at. Uh, I'd like to thank Haywood for uh, for uh, for uh, poking on me. You're you're uh, I'm all good fun. You can poke on me. Andy, Andy, I swallow. We're good. I love you all. I'm a man to please the people and make people laugh. That was great. I'm here. I'm the Mr. Rogers. I never would curse on a fucking show. I would never yeah, say right. anything fucking dirty and nasty. I would never take a motherfucking anything on this. So, Haywood, you're welcome. My Friday's for you. Go Brownies. Urban Meyer going back to Jacksonville makes a lot of sense. If there's ever a chance this is going to work, this is the gig. Because it's a good owner. It's not a high-media pressure town. They have he's he likes Florida. He has a home down there. He has a home in Columbus and a home in Florida. I think this makes a lot of sense. You're getting the number. I you're right, Damien. I fall for it. Look, anything. it's all focused now on you falling for Good. that comment. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm here all day. I read all sorts of shit on Instagram too. I love it. I do. I love it. You're this welcome. Is, it's perfect. It's been the great hashtag laugh blessed. for the live show. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag um, blessed. Urban Meyer though. This is pure and simple. This is this one shot that I actually think can work. I like the idea, too, that he's going to be getting the number one pick if you're a Jacksonville fan. I like the idea, too, that, you know, this is an owner who's going to... This is a very good owner, doesn't get a lot of talk about, who's very easy to work with. That's big for Coach Meyer. He's going to want to put on his staff, his people. I Do I think it can work? Yes. My biggest thing, I heard someone else say, and I thought the same thing as some um, journalists, can he handle losses? Exactly. You're going to lose the NFL, and that's a big difference here. Oh, he's not only going to lose in the NFL, Andy. He's going to lose double digits next season. I know. I know. Is he ready for that? I don't know that he is. And on top of that, let me bring up this. I Jacksonville Jaguars fans, Duval, all of you folks, there is a good shot, in my opinion, that you no longer are drafting Trevor Lawrence and that you're going to get Justin Fields. You cannot say that that is not the case. Can't say it. Can't say it. That would be a mistake. You can't say that's Urban's that's Urban's guy. You know it. That that would be a mistake. I understand. I understand, but I have a feeling. All right. I have a feeling. I'm not, I, I'm I don't not. think it's crazy. It's been talked about to some other people in my industry a lot today. 
You're you're welcome, Lar. I love you. No, you're Jared's gonna. It's gonna another one. That's another name. Lar. That's another Lar. name. <laughs> Don't even say it. Another one on YouTube coming in with a these these. I I knew it was only a matter of time. Lar, before assholes, large, I knew it was only a matter of time before assholes on social media were going to start doing this to us, and I love it. By the way, by the way, now let's throw it up there. Come on, everybody. Here, this is for you. The name is Lar Janus, J A N U S, Lar L A R Janus, J A N U S. Best Simpsons, uh, best Simpsons episodes jerk me offer. Or was that, <laughs> that the Halverson? Was that it? It was probably. Howard Stern. How'd you mix up the I Simpsons Howard with Howard Stern? That's funny though. That's funny. All right, then we got to do the reads. I have to. I have a hard out six thirty. Damian Urban did pick up some coaches from Ohio State to join his staff. Yep. I, I have no comment. I, I think that's a good for him. I, don't fall into the Steve Spurrier trap. Don't fall into the Steve Spurrier trap. In my only warning, I said it. I'm done. Do you think he talked to Coach Day before he started picking? Pulling people. Ask, on. ask, ask, ask Dixie. <laughs> More comments on YouTube. I love it. I have a. You know what? It might be the Monus Brothers. Not gonna lie. It seems like it might be the Monus Brothers. Fucking Monus Brothers. Yeah, I'll blame them. They're easy to blame. Yeah. Hey, uh, we're brought to you by Waiting for Next Year. Check them out. Original Cleveland Sports Reporting at WaitingForNextYear.com. Follow us on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash Cleveland and Beyond, and on Twitter at CLE and Beyond at CLE and beyond. You can shoot us an email, Andy and Jared at gmail.com. That's J-A-R-I-D. And also make sure to follow us after any Cleveland sports game, after any, well, the Ohio State game we did. So next season we'll do Ohio State games at official Cleveland sports on Instagram. That's where we'll be with live follow-up reactions to the games at official Cleveland sports and also coming soon to Evergreen Podcast. Andy, final thoughts? Love the Browns. Been a great week to be a Browns fan. So excited about Sunday. Very excited about what is ahead. Um, Even even a loss. Very excited about the 2021, 22, 23 seasons for the Browns. Great time to be a Browns fan. So excited. Dixie, Haywood, Lar, love you. Big fans here. Uh, But no, everybody tonight, what a great room. Thank you. Great fans tonight. Great shout out. And and yes, I do have a large anus. That's correct. Good shit. It's funny. It's good stuff. <laughs> I will slip on any banana peel for you, Large Anus. Take care, everybody. <laughs> I got nothing. I'm done. <laughs> See you, go Browns. Cleveland and Beyond with Andy and Jared is a part of Evergreen Podcast. You can follow them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cleveland and Beyond, on Twitter at CLE and Beyond, or shoot them an email at andyandjared at gmail.com. And don't forget to visit the website, clevelandandbeyond.net. The Korean War has sadly been known as the Forgotten War, but half a century earlier, the United States was locked in a bloody conflict in Asia that's been all but erased from the history books. Hi, I'm Alex Hasty, the host of Ohio vs. the World, an American history podcast on the Evergreen Podcast Network. In our newest episode, we speak to experts about the Philippine-American War, America's first Asian counterinsurgency conflict. The heroes, the villains, will discuss President McKinley, Admiral Dewey, the vicious brutality of the fighting and the scandals and war crimes that nearly sunk Theodore Roosevelt's presidency. Check out our show, Ohio vs. the World, on the Evergreen Podcast Network for our new episode about America's most forgotten war. Now back to the show.